Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck podcast. We're back with Below Deck Legacy, Season 10, Episode 11, titled Frazzled. Not bad. In this week's episode, we see Interior pressed under the thumb of Captain Sandy, Alyssa's back talk under her breath to just about everybody she works with, and Ross talks his way into Katie's good graces while Tony tries to rekindle a storyline for himself. Uh, and this week, we're going to finish off with some new crew rankings, updated crew rankings from Sean here. So, Sean, let's jump into where I think we're going to have the biggest storyline for the next few episodes. Um, and it does center around Captain Sandy. Uh, first off, do you ever remember her waging a war this quickly on an interior team? No. So, because with Hannah, it was a long time coming. And that built like over seasons. I think like towards the end of season two, it became a, a little apparent that like Sandy didn't love Hannah, but like not this bad. Like she's worked with Frazier for like three charters and I think fully out on him. Like I don't think she's going to fire him, but that's not out of the question. I, I thought it would have been crazy at the beginning of the season to think Frazier's not going to make it out, but I, I think it's more likely he's staying, but I mean, you look at the coming attractions, it's like, Frazier, your head's on the chopping block here. It's tough to see. Um, and honestly, this whole episode, and we'll get into like some of the specifics, but I think she just genuinely doesn't like Frazier here. And I'm trying to figure out why. So it starts with, a, as far as the Sandy Frazier storyline, starts with a preference sheet meeting, which which is a pretty good preference sheet meeting because it's basically just Sandy. Look, Ross is awesome at his job and he makes it look really easy too. Like you never even see him sweat, but she goes, Ross, you really helped turn around Tony. And by the way, was that like a turnaround? It was just like a schedule. Like, yeah. And you just didn't want to wake up early or wake up late. Wasn't like Tony was like a problem for everyone on deck, but she's like, Ross, you turn around Tony and Frazier, I'd like to see that out of you. And then also, like, hey, your excuses are over because we got Tyler on. And I don't know. I mean, that's just, like, a tough way to start this charter. And Frazier's maybe not the great accepting constructive criticism. Rachel knows this is. And it's just, like, you kind of set yourself up for failure after that privilege you meeting. Yeah, he's on edge, which like the last thing you want to be is on edge because he's kind of I mean, people were saying he was a micromanager. So it's like so now he has to he's already doing everything. Now he needs to make sure that he continues to do everything because he doesn't want to mess up. He does give a little leniency to um, Alyssa to do some things. But uh, Sean, uh, we'll get into this episode, but I do want to bring up something that's been annoying me. Is everyone saying Fraser Fraser? F R A Z E R. So, I don't understand. 
I saw this. I saw this. So Brennan Frazier says everyone mispronounces his last name. And it's more like Laser. Like Brennan Fraser. Okay. And we, because of the popular Kelsey Grammer show, Frazier, we say Frazier. I'm going to keep saying Frazier because it's way easier. Fraser sounds wrong. Fraser sounds like I have my jaw wired shut and I can't like say letters, but I, I don't know. Maybe everyone says it. I feel like I'm going crazy and I just need other people to let me know I'm not doing it wrong. Look, I don't know what the rules are in uh, the, the UK or how they pronounce it. We don't have those accents. I'm going to assume I'm going to put an I in Fraser's name. Yeah, we're, so, we're, we're just going to do it. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a popular show for many years. It's kind of part of the fabric of our language. We're going to keep saying Frazier. All right, we're in. Um, Sean, so yeah, let's start off at the top of this episode, which it, we're going to talk a lot of the interior chef, Alyssa. I feel like they dominated the episode. Um, but let's talk about basically Rachel and Frazier start talking about, do you think we can have the deck crew do more? Like deliver food taking drink orders like what are we doing here people like (laughs) you have like an extra person already how is this not going over well the the previous people didn't half of them didn't even drink booze and you couldn't keep up (laughs) these people aren't doing we need them to do more that was an insane conversation (laughs) by the way rachel rachel was a hilarious this episode i love rachel but yeah what (laughs) I just, I, I, I don't understand. We like, need eight stews at once, is what yeah. they're saying, right? Yeah, we need eight people at all times. That's It's a five-person charter. It's kind of wild, this whole episode. I, I don't, like, how much, like, it's not that much work. It's a five-person charter. There's not, th- these guests aren't that crazy. I, I don't know. And, like, obviously, that continues throughout the episode. <laughs> But yeah, when that conversation first started, I was like, "Where are they talking?" Like, like Gary freaked out on Daisy for him to do dishes once. Yeah, <laughs> and Rachel and R- Fraser are like, "Yep, they can. They can all get drinks for everyone. They're going to help us as much as we like interior as much as we help." It, that was insane. Yeah, I, I, and like it never served. It never like materialized to anything, which would have been nuts. Like Ross would have been like guys we're not doing this like this like yes our team has downtime but we also get really busy um but i mean this just goes to like them like feeling the pressure and trying to be creative and like i do feel like in this episode in this episode specifically like sandy is going out of her way to criticize like average to sometimes above average like interior service when like I can't use this example because I think Ross is really good, but in in previous years, she's also cheered very average exterior service. That's that's very true. She thinks all of her bosons besides Reagan are I know I'm still mad, are the worst bosons like are, are the best bosons of all, of all time. Yeah. And Ross might be, he does make the job look very easy. Like you never see him sweat ever. Yep. And you know, John, to bring up that conversation between Rachel and Frazier about having exterior do more. Now, that is 
Rachel is trying to coach Frazier a little bit, right? She's trying to get him to be better at delegating. Yep. So, like, if you're delegating to all these different people at once, you're going to get good at it. So maybe I'll defend her a little bit on that. But <laughs> yeah, so but yeah, Cindy, Cindy's in love with the Ross. I it, it's funny, and we can actually I actually have a good example for this. So in the previous season of Below Deck Med, Sandy um spoke to the bosun and was like, I don't like my guest out at charter or off the boat when it gets dark out. Hmm. Do you remember so, they so were doing storm, that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was like, Storm, you can't have the guests off the boat when it's dark out. Okay. Well, when they were coming back from their dinner, and we'll talk more about the guests, but when they were coming back from dinner, it was pitch black and there was nothing being said. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. So, like, where's the consistency here, Sandy? And, like, I, I, I've got a couple things I'm going to say about Sandy. And I, I, you know what? I actually feel like I can say it now. Um, I really thought I'm always the one to look at like who the villain of the season is. That's my favorite. That's my favorite part about below deck is figuring out who's the villain and trying to figure it out before everybody else. Um, I've done a very mediocre job this season. Um, I, I thought it was Camille to start, which it Mm. was, um, but completely whiffed on it becoming Alyssa at some point, which we're going to talk about her, but um, I actually feel like Sandy came in and grabbed that torch. And I feel like Sandy's the villain right now of the season. And I don't see it getting, I don't see anyone else coming close to her at this point. I think it's either going to be Frazier or no, I'm sorry, not Frazier. It's either going to be Sandy or Alyssa. Yeah. I think Alyssa did a lot of this episode to, she's neck and neck with Sandy. Yeah. Uh, and, and let's, let's talk about Alyssa now. Right. So, yeah. Um, you would have thought, uh, Camille coming off Camille, leaving the boat, Alyssa would have been like, okay, great. My, the biggest pain in my ass is now gone. I can just do my work and get along with everybody else. I am shocked at what I'm seeing with Alyssa because she is, it seems like she has a huge attitude. Um, she is belittling everybody behind their backs and under her breath and also at the same time trying to be the victim when she's in the running for the villain. Yeah. I, 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 everyone defending Alyssa, how would you feel if a 22 year old like talked to you like that at your job and also has like the worst attitude and just like is very disrespectful to everyone. Uh, yeah. The, 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 so the, the day before the charter, the conversation she has with uh, Haley, I, what does she call her a, a dirty bitch? It's yeah. something something along the, those lines. They're getting a little, little altercation about like cleaning their room. I I don't know. Like in Haley brought up a great point. I'm not gonna like fight her about this because if I do, she's gonna turn around and say I'm attacking her. Yeah, she's going to play the victim card. Yeah, and that was so well said by Haley because Alyssa loves to do that. And then during so during the the charter, there's a lot of Alyssa radioing the exterior team for to have garbage just taken out. And then 
which like i do feel like in like some areas it probably is exteriors job to do but like Haley was also not doing things a lot of the time now like it's it's there's video editing going on right if you're standing around for 10 seconds four different times they can show it every time right and put the mm -hmm. weird music behind you like you're not doing anything she was on her phone at some point which ross had a bit or sorry which Frazier had a big issue with but um it's almost like Alyssa's playing like a power move here where it's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna make them do this i don't i don't know maybe i'm just kind of taking a leap forward because i feel like she's treating her own teammates poorly so she might as well treat exterior poorly but um listen i do feel like rachel and Haley are the barometers for this season and at least Haley is pretty much off the uh Alyssa train here and after uh, a couple issues with not putting snacks out rachel also has an issue with her so if they're my bellwethers I don't I, I do feel like the editing is appropriate for Alyssa at this point. They're great bellwethers. That Rachel Alyssa uh confrontation was amazing TV. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> we clearly hear Rachel radio everyone interior. Hey guys, put some like snacks out. I think she was like nuts in uh was it just nuts? Nuts and crackers. Oh, and olives too. Yep. On the bar because she's gonna she's gonna put some other hors d'oeuvres out. Alyssa says, I will handle that. Doesn't handle it. Rachel sees. And Rachel, very frustrated with Alyssa. She goes, So on yachts, we like to put snacks out for the guests. I like that, like, hey, just so you know, Alyssa on yachts, like <laughs> like that's like it's a dig. Like clearly this is your protect for someone to yacht, which we know isn't true, but like the way Rachel delivers it is so fucking good. And that leads, of course, to Alyssa complaining about Rachel to Haley in front of the guests. And Haley's just like, I don't care about this conversation you had with Rachel, but like, don't do this in front of the guests. Yeah, Alyssa's unprofessional this entire episode. Yeah, it's... it, And this isn't the first time she'd been unprofessional, right? Camille was unprofessional as well, and <laughs> um, they brought out the worst in each other, and so they're screaming well... at each other in front of guests. Did they? Because Frazier has a theory that since Camille left, and I kind of agree with this. Weirdly, so Alyssa loves delegating. Frazier doesn't like it. I think she's got nothing to do with it now that Camille's gone. And she's taking it out on everyone else. That and also she feels like she got her way and yeah. now is like, <laughs> thinks she runs the boat. I think if she had Camille to focus on, like in delegate things too, she wouldn't be doing it to the exterior team or to Haley. I think Camille weirdly kept her in line. That's a that is outlandish and also I think oddly accurate. Like Alyssa, at least like Alyssa had one focus of who she was mad at, and it was Camille. So everyone was like, I don't know, they just hate each other. But now Alyssa's trying to like it seems like go out of her way to pick fights with everybody or just kind of like piss everybody off. Oh, John, what do you think about Rachel and Sandy just talking about Frazier the entire time? 
I I don't know what I I thought about this and I feel like if Sandy really wants to coach Frazier, she would talk to him a little bit more directly because Sandy's already like made up her determination on Frazier. Like Frazier brings up to the guest says, Hey, in my experience, it's better to pack before. And then um, you get to expend, basically you get to spend the entirety of the rest of your time on the boat. Um, he, and then Sandy hears the radio for, Oh, there's bags ready. And all of a sudden Sandy goes to this conclusion that, um, that it's going to make him feel rushed and that like Frazier's doing this wrong. And why is Frazier trying to get him off the boat? Sandy actually radios this hypothesis to everybody before she finds out any of the facts that Frazier's like, I talked to them. I thought it might be better for them to do this and gave them the rationale. And then even then Sandy's like, Oh, he's got an answer for everything. I just think she doesn't like it. I don't know if it's because it's like, she doesn't want him as department head or what, but, like she's not doing what she needs if she's trying to get the best out of him. Okay, well, you bared the lead a little bit. She's pissed uh, because she overheard Alyssa say that she sucks the cruise dick all all the time. So that happened at the beginning, the be- before breakfast, right? So she's already like, "All right, I, I hate interior team." Yep. She already hated yeah. Frazier. Really hate Alyssa now too. So yeah. she overhears that. She's like, I just have to deal with this, but I and will I, remember. Yeah. And I do, I find it funny that Sandy is just, she always like, she's like, oh, I overhear things. Things are overheard. It's like, okay, Sandy, you're always like in everybody's shit. You know, yeah. you know who doesn't hear overhear things? Captain Lee. Cause he yeah. doesn't want to hear him. He's not like, Oh, I wonder if I go down to the galley, what like what I'll hear. Uh, you might hear stuff you don't like. Somebody's probably mad at something or this and that. And he's like, I don't have time for that. I'm driving the boat and making sure the guests are having a good time. How does uh, Alyssa saying things about Sandy hurt the guests having a good time or hurt anything about the charter? I'm not it- saying she should have done it. I'm just saying Sandy puts herself in places where she hears stuff that captains don't need to be part of yeah i think captain lee once said he's like oh i don't care if the crew like talks trash about me like i that's their right yeah like i'm (laughs) they're allowed to like that's totally fine as long as they do their job um but also you know john back to that uh sandy feeling like frazier is rushing the guests of the boat i thought frazier did a pretty solid job explaining why he did why he did that yeah, and also, do we see the guests packing their suitcases, or doesn't like interior and exterior do that? Um, they don't pack them unless the guests request it. So I guess we didn't see that. Frazier tells them like, "Hey, we I usually like Rebecca recommend everyone pack before breakfast, so that way you can you can enjoy breakfast." Yeah, but then I don't, we never see them like go to their rooms and pack do we no we don't we just see like ross like getting the suitcases okay yeah we see frazier in there being like the primaries maybe maybe frazier packed i don't know which that wouldn't affect the guests at all then 
No, right? Like, <laughs> this is the whole this is the whole point, man. None of this makes sense. Like, I don't understand like Sandy's vendetta against these people unless it's because of what Alyssa said. And like, what did what did Sandy say? Um, she's like, I know how to eliminate a problem. I'm like, Sandy, you are the problem. Get Captain <sighs> Lee back here. That's what we want. <laughs> then I mean, I guess the ep- the episode ends with a uh... Well, so, you know, but yeah, like I said, I thought Frazier did a pretty good job explaining to Sandy why he did that. And Sandy's just like, nope, that, you're rushing them off the boat. Like, you're not taking accountability. Yep. And then five minutes later, she overhears Alyssa ask the, uh, the deck crew to take the garbage out again. And then she she walks into them, like, not doing anything. And I don't know. I I... I, obviously, this continues in the next episode. I think someone gets fired pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, it's a one-day charter and all this stuff happens. So I can't imagine, like, you think Sandy probably talks to the Frasier and he's like, you guys need to shape up or your head's on the chopping block. And then it's next charter and we see you at the end of Charter 7, which, like, yeah. we're getting late in like number of charters for it only being the 11th episode you're right yes yeah, yeah some of these have been quick uh i don't know the the final confrontation where like i know fraser tries to explain himself and sandy's just like no not not now like you like just do your job i don't know she, she's just really on fraser but i don't think he goes maybe maybe it's like find Garrett of Alyssa then yeah or yeah I, I don't know um, I, I think the next episode Alyssa says something to Sandy not like be. I want to go home but like yeah Sandy tells her to do something she's not into it yeah uh, we'll see I, I I like I just like, we can't get rid of everybody who's the problem. Like, what if, like, Alyssa leaves and then Sandy leaves and it's, like, it's just Captain Lee and just, like, everybody who, like, behaves well and then, like, Ross who just tries to sleep with everybody. Speaking of Ross, um, in the good graces of Katie now, um, he just said, I'm sorry. And she's like, I have a big wall up against you. And then he's like, yeah, but I like you. And then she's like, okay, I like you too now. This is like the most like Kitty. I don't know if she understands relationships. <laughs> John, it was like, no, she doesn't. But like they go from, um, they they just start making out on the tender. Yeah, like two minutes later, Jen, I was so wrong in this. I think last episode, I said that Ross and Kitty were over, and so. Uh, verbal meme here. So this is me. Every time they're like Ross and Kitty have an issue, I'm like, "Wow, I'd love to see Ross wiggle his way out of this jam." Then Ross, <laughs> then cut to Ross easily easily wiggles his way out of jam, and I'm just like, "Oh, again." <laughs> so it's every episode of According to Jim. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, all he does Jim really is- got into it this time. Yeah. All he does is Sandy sucks his dick and then he wiggles his way out of jams. <laughs> yeah. What do we? Yeah. He, Teflon Ross. Yeah. I mean, it's, 
I, I don't know if we're underestimating Ross or over under, or, or overestimating Katie at this point. <laughs> like, like, there's no way Katie would try to get back together with him now. Even mm-hmm. like Ben was <laughs> kind of making fun of Katie over it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. Um, I mean, that's really all happened interior except uh, Tony. Tony tries to re- revive uh, a storyline for himself. So he used to be fire dancer. Um, we haven't heard of we haven't heard from Tony since uh, um, schedule gate. Uh, so he's been a, he's been gone for a couple episodes now. Um, would love to see him back. Um, he's a great addition to the show. I don't know how many episodes he missed, but uh, he's back now. He is. That was. <laughs> I know it's like he wasn't even part of the show. Uh, I like Tony. Uh, yeah, of course he's a fire dancer. He's an interesting yeah. guy. Yeah, he's pretty good at it too. Yeah, the, the, the beast predict seemed fun. Yeah, who, Sean, who, what do you who think are of these the, Yeah, well, that's the question I had for you. So, um, Sean, you're you're in the hospitality business. Um, have you ever uh, have you ever seen a party celebrating a divorce? Those are like their strip clubs do that for guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I've we've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> these these women seem fine. They're just like very I don't mean this in a bad way, just like very average people. Like there's nothing yeah. like I don't remember anything about them real. It is really nice to see a group of women that like all get along though. Yeah, all get along. Like, I, I feel like we run into these like there's seven, eight women come and there's like different friend groups and then they all mm-hmm. decide that they kind of hate each other. Um, so very refreshing to see this, this group of ladies here. And I like that they weren't like trying to be like, they're not like want to be real housewives. Yeah. They just look like regular people. I don't know. Yeah, it really did. Um, uh, I liked them. Um, I guess that they're already off though. I mean, we haven't said goodbye, but it'd be interesting to see what a tip is for one night. Right. It'll be less. It'll be less. Yeah. But everyone, everyone expects that. Yeah, eight, ten grand, maybe. Ten I think, grand. I'm gonna say. Also, tw- I think they'll get twelve. Okay. Yeah. All right. We should, we should be solid. Um. All right, Sean. Uh, I think we. Uh, I think we skip winners and losers this week, um, because I want to hear your crew rankings. Um, it. We had early crew rankings. We've had a departure since then, and a captain who's left, but. Um, give me your crew rankings here. Start wherever you want, top or bottom. Also, some mid-season crew rankings, kind of mid-season. I actually don't know how many episodes this season is, no. but let's start at the top. First place, mostly because of tonight, but a Ross. Uh, no one's ever made being a Boston look easier. He's kind of sort of the main character, like overall, through the first eleven episodes. And he really is hilarious and nice out. Like he's like he he's he's great. I don't know. He's just gets super drunk and tries to hook up with every girl. And it's pretty funny. Seasman number one. I have Rachel number two. Mostly because like I think this season's very, very good. The two things I'll remember the most so far are Rachel's interaction with Camille when she got fired. That was all yeah. time. Yeah, and then Rachel Tanay with Alyssa, like she's just naturally really funny. 
I mean, the, the, the Camille interaction was all time, though. Yeah, so uh, Rachel just doesn't have time for incompetence at this point. <laughs> but yeah, no, she's not her best season as far as cooking or not necessarily cooking, but like execution or like time in the service. But but she's she's a star, though. Jennifer Camille third. I know she hasn't been on the past few episodes, but this season rules. And I think when it really started to get going a few episodes ago, I mean, Camille is a huge part of that. Yeah. So I got her, I have her third. I have Frazier fourth. I think, you know, a lot of the chief students are like perfectionists or like awesome at their jobs. It is like a nice change of pace to have someone that's like, who's frazzled. I don't know. It's very relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I think, all time. Uh, he's yeah. afraid to delegate. Yeah. I I like Frazier. I think I really loved Frazier in season one. Um I think a little, little as much as I like him still, I think a little high on the ranking. I I I don't know. It's a change of pace because it's usually these like super competent girls that are the chiefs do. So to have like a guy that's like trying to be everyone's friend. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's something. Yeah. It's a little different, but it's also <laughs> odd that like usually the chief stew is like one, two, three. So you got him fourth. It's a little bit lower than we usually see, but I think you could have gone a little lower, but let's, let's go on to the, uh, who you have rounding out the top five. Haley. Cause she's always a pleasure. Yeah. And that's man. Like, I don't know. She she's a delight. I kind of wish I had her higher, but I five feels right considering the people yep. ahead of her. Yep. I uh, I feel like Haley at the beginning of the season was just this like she didn't have a really place in the show, and she just had like some funny one liners. But I feel like now she's grown. Where like I said earlier, she's she's like the bellwether. She cuts through the BS and she tells you about it. Her and Rachel. She she's kind of like Colin on Sailing Yacht. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I have Alyssa Six. I really personally do not like her, but she's very good for drama. That that counts too. Yeah. I have Ben seventh. I think Ben's a cool guy. I don't know what else we're gonna get out of him. And dude, don't don't try to fall in love with Camille like in real life. Yep. And I, I you know, man. His text his text stink, by the way. They're <laughs> awful. They're so bad. They're, they're better than uh, Natasha's fake boyfriend on. Basically, yeah, Ned. her fake boyfriend. Oh, I love you so uh, much. I miss you. Please tell me you love me back. Oh, so cringe. So glad we don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> uh, I have Katie ninth. No, 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 wait, no. I have Tony. I know. I sorry. I have Tony eighth. Yep. Don't want to skip over Tony. I think Tony should have a podcast because I think he's an interesting guy. Just like, or be on a podcast. He, we need to hear more about Tony's life. Yep. Maybe we'll get him on this one. Maybe. Um, ninth, I have Katie. Look, I think she's a very likable person. It's a really good season, so that's why she's ninth. But I want to know her a little bit outside of just being Ross's love interest and like, She's also like, you know, Camille's friend. She's never really like this. She was the person that things happened to. But that's really it. I don't know. I, I want a little bit more out of Katie. 
but she's serving her serving her role really well. There, Sean, there's this uh oh, I forget what it is now. My uh my sister is telling me about it. There's this like test that you can do to determine like if a show has two women that talk to each other and it's uh, not about like the Bechdel test. The Bechdel test, yeah. So I feel like Katie is a character and I, I don't understand I granted I, I'm just hearing this through hearsay, but like I feel like Katie, we just know her as someone who wants to hook up with Ross or has hooked up with Ross. Like I don't you're right. I know nothing about Katie except the fact that she's hooked up with Ross and when she talks to people, it's about Ross. Katie would not pass the Bechtel test. Got the it. show would, but she wouldn't. Okay. In right. John 10th, um, he's new Tyler. I don't know how much we're going to have Tyler. He's a very hardworking guy. Yeah. And I think Frazier will really come to rely on him towards the end of the season. But, uh, you know, he's brand new. So that's why he's last. And did I miss anyone? No, I think you love the ranking. I mean, I love the rankings, man. I mean, obviously the captains aren't part of it, but um, no, yeah, right. you that, yeah them ten all. people, yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, so I mean, Sandy's trying to insert herself into the rankings. She's trying to insert herself as the camera favorite, but I will say one thing: there is actual animosity between Sandy and Captain Lee now. Like on Twitter, they like they don't directly attack each other, but like. Drew, Captain Lee will like go out of his way to be like, I don't like how she handled that at all. And I feel, and now she's kind of like attacking him. So that's, I, I I'm going to, I'm interested to see what happens. Would be a, there's going to be an awkward tra- uh, transition of power when he comes back or in a uh, reunion episode. So a two captain reunion, you know, yeah. Cindy would show up to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so invite her. She's coming to that. Oh man. I'll be good. <laughs> All right, right. man. Good episode. We got a lot happening. Take us out. Everyone, thank you for listening. I'm sure we got a a lot of fireworks next episode. Uh, But we will see you next week. Bon voyage.